0: Doulas are active listeners, we are non-judgmental, we are compassionate, we can look at a situation and maybe make some recommendations to make things better for the loved one and for the family.
1: Hi, I'm Bobby. I'm a certified caregiving consultant and educator. I work one-on-one with dementia caregivers to help them find solutions to the often confusing and difficult behaviors of a dementia.
2: And I'm her husband, Mike, and I'm a certified caregiver advocate and a certified music therapist.
1: And this is Roger That, the podcast dedicated to guiding you through the heavy haze of dementia.
2: Here we focus on the caregiver, offer our practical insights, and share some emotional support. And we might even share a laugh or two because we all know laughter's the best medicine
1: absolutely and over the years you give me many reasons to laugh
2: yeah you you have done your (laughs) share of laughing at me (laughs) a loved one's end of life is a very difficult experience i remember when my dad was at the very end and under hospice care that i had a really really hard time until i had a sit down with a hospice social worker
1: absolutely and A number of people aren't really aware that an Alzheimer's or Lewy body dementia or one of the other dementias is a devastating long-term fatal disease, and eventually we're dealing with the death of a loved one. That brings us to today's guest, who sees her role as a compassionate guide and advocates to create a harmonious space for families. She believes in equal access to care and acknowledging the human side of serious illness care. She has a master's degree in palliative care and trained with the International End-of-Life Doula Association. Please welcome Ms. Jane Euler. Thank you so much, Jane, for being with us today. And the term doula is relatively new to me, and I was really glad to find you. And I wonder if you might start us off by telling us what a doula is and what a death doula does and what brought you into the caregiving world. Thank you. Um, A lot of people have heard the word
0: doula in terms of birth doula. Birth doulas have been around for decades, and they basically emotionally support a woman during labor and delivery. And so a death doula is someone who emotionally supports those at end of life and their family. Uh, Doula is actually of Greek origin, and it actually means woman servant. And I go back and forth whether to use that term or not, or um, because it does have some connotation with it. Um, But I I believe that everyone at end of life should that is a a life stage in its own right, and there should be humor. There should be maybe forgiveness, conversations, and I feel like sometimes that's missed, the the human side of end of life. We hear, uh, you know, we have hospice and they're great with um, the medical part of it, um, and we couldn't do it without hospice, but I see myself helping hospice, augmenting their services. We know hospice um, came about in the, in the, you know, the hospice Medicare benefit came about in the early 1980s, And it comes with a lot of regulations, and there are um, certain things that nurses and chaplains and those on the hospice team have to do with respect to um, documentation and time with the patient. And a doula can actually sit with the the patient for as long as need be. So we can sort of be the eyes and ears um, augmenting the hospice team. So doulas support the family and the, the loved one. In many ways, um, some of that can be practical, even logistical. Say someone needs some help one one night. Um, you know, we can we have connections with care 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 managers and caregivers, um, home health aides. So we have that. We have some resources as well as tools of the trade. Um, sitting, listening to life uh, history, accomplishments, roles, doing guided imagery, doing dignity therapy, which is a evidence-based therapeutic tool that actually helps bring about peace with someone.
1: You know, I, I love what you're saying, but I'm not exactly sure what you do, if a doula comes into my home, say for instance, when we were taking care of Roger, right? Uh, we had in-home hospice mm-hmm. in his last several months. Absolutely. What different would a doula do? I mean, we had a caregiver come in and sit at his bedside. She mm-hmm. was actually there um, the day before he passed. Mm-hmm. So having that kind of support in the home, we, we personally understand that that can actually be very helpful when you say that you offer these support systems, can you give us an example or two of exactly what it is that can be expected? Sure, absolutely. One
0: of the things that I like to do is um, legacy projects. Mm -hmm. And um, that is sitting down with the family or the loved one and talking about their um, life and accomplishments and roles, and, and then creating a tangible project that can be left for the family. Um, I've written, I've um, had a a client that wanted to write letters to her daughter, her husband, and her um, godson, and she was not able to do that, but I was able to more or less interview her and talk about her relationship with them. And then she asked me to write in her words letters to these loved ones, which I did, which was interesting, uh, using her words, not mine. And um, then she was able, we read them through, made some changes, and she was able to sign them. We folded them up, sealed them, and put them in her family Bible in the closet. So that was something that the family will have when she passes. I've also uh, recorded life histories, a video recording. The the ideas are endless, you know, uh, a book of poems that this person that the loved one liked. Pictures, of course, scrapbook, of course. My, my kids are in their 20s and they have, they love to tease my husband of all his quotes that he, you know, has said to them their entire lives. So I can see us, you know, putting together this, you know, page of quotes from their dad, you know, and that would be, you know, to remind them of him, his, his legacy. So, um, and everyone has a story to tell, you know that. So I listen to the stories. Uh, doulas are active listeners. Um, we are non-judgmental. We are compassionate, uh, You know, involved, but we're not intimately involved, so we can look at a situation and maybe make some recommendations uh, to make things better for the loved one and for the family.
1: So you find out not only the interest of the family and, and easing them through this horrific and sometimes very difficult process but make a connection with, with the actual person who's transitioning and finding out about their life and what's meaningful to them. Right. I can imagine some of those letters tucked away in, in the Bible, what a gift that could be. And, it, you know, somebody who's a joker like Mike, what might be in there. Uh, um. Right.
2: <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, Joke? Uh, <laughs> no pranks here. Um, so you mentioned the uh, palliative care, and you work with the palliative care, and you work with hospice, how does one of our listeners choose palliative care versus the um, hospice care? How do they know which way to turn?
0: That's a great question. And that's um, kind of what this new company that I have started, Present For You, more or less addresses you know, in, in the beginning. So someone has diagnosed with a serious illness, what now? Mm-hmm. What do we do? depending on um, you know and converse and I can't say enough about conversation, talking this through, preparing, um, of course, advanced directives and all of that, you know, the, the legal stuff. Mm-hmm. So you, you want to do all of that and then you want to do that again <laughs> and again, um, you know, address a, a advanced directive once a year, you know, review it and talk about. Uh, make sure you have a healthcare proxy. So there's things to do you know, right at the onset of serious illness, some practical things to do. And then if you are having difficulties with um, the activities of daily living, which I know you've probably heard that ADLs, you may want a palliative care team to help. And they can support you in helping with symptom management resources, home care needs and, and home health care needs or maybe care, or maybe um, elder care managers or a doula. <laughs> um, I was
2: just going right, to ask, yeah. where, where does a doula right. fit into?
0: Um, I absolutely can fit in there in any way that I'm needed based on the client and their family. So if they're not getting what they need from maybe hospice is not coming enough, you all... Um, had a really great experience with hospice, and I love that, and that's the way it should be, and I love to hear that. Oftentimes, hospices are really busy, and they, you know, it's two hours, three hours before they can get back to you, and if there's something going on, maybe the dual could get there first. We know what pain looks like. We know what uh, anxiety looks like, and so we can be sort of the eyes and ears of uh, the palliative care team and the hospice team as well. You know,
1: I'm so glad that you said you know what pain looks like. And you know what anxiety looks like because that was one of the things that we dealt with with Mike's dad. He was really good at hiding symptoms and denying symptoms when he was talking to doctors or other medical professionals. Yep. But because I spent so much time with him, I could see yep. he was in pain. Mm-hmm. I could see that he was agitated. Mm-hmm. And that's a really important skill. Okay. And I would love to mention the fact that you said, you know, a diagnosis of a serious illness. Now, are we talking about an illness that we know is directly going to lead to death within the next year, or, or are we talking about something that doesn't need to be that imminent? One of the things that we're trying to um, teach people about is to bring people, support people in, like Jula's, and palliative care and hospice, Earlier than they think they should, I remember the day that um, they came to evaluate Roger for in home hospice, and the the nurse was there getting on the phone and saying, "I don't have a good feeling about this. We want to get him in in assistance as soon as possible." They were with us for seven months I mean he It doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna die in the next month or in the next few days when you bring this support system in. So at what point should somebody call you and say, we would love to have you come in and talk to us about being with us during this process? Uh, Right away. I mean, people uh, people call hospice
0: far too late. The majority of people call hospice far too late. Um, It is a benefit that um, everyone can access, and if done early enough, can really make a difference. And recent studies have shown that people that enter hospice earlier actually live longer. I so, believe that, right? Because they're getting the care you know mm-hmm. that they need and that support. So, is um, you know, it doesn't have to be uh, death within six months, you know, expected. You know Alzheimer's, you know, right? Ten years. You know, I mean, you could you know get in at the start of that and um, be have that long term relationship of trust and respect. Sometimes I I refer to doulas as a cross between a social worker, a chaplain, and an eldest daughter. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, sort of that that you know people get that. So there are so many people out there that don't have the support of family. And the medical system today relies on family support. There's no getting around that. You know that, right? Right. In serious illness, you all experienced it. You know, you talk about what I can do to help. If a person doesn't have family, you know, what do they do? That's that's a huge issue. And And there are a lot of people that don't have family. Or maybe they do, but they're far away and can't get... To, you know to help or so. they just
2: don't participate or
1: they don't participate you know? which
2: is probably more the case
1: Maybe so maybe so And so. what we call now are elder orphans they, yes they, they're exactly. all alone they're, they right. don't have a spouse they don't have children they don't have family. Right.
0: Yeah, wouldn't it be great to bring someone in, a compassionate person, to look at the situation and try to make it the best it can be? Anticipate crisis, because there's always going to be a crisis. There always is. Uh, anticipate that and just um, make referrals, have resources for this person, uh, get this person help. So, and, and when I'm talking there, I'm talking a lot about um, elder care management, but Along with that, the dual model of care, which is, you know, non-judgment, uh, compassionate stance, totally family-oriented and patient-oriented or client-oriented.
1: Do you work with people whose loved one are in a care home or is it always in the person's no, no. no,
0: wherever they call home, wherever they are living. Absolutely. Yeah. I worked with a woman for seven months who lived in a skilled nursing center, had wonderful conversations with her. She actually was a hospice volunteer way back in the day when it was all done by volunteering you know before hospice became a thing um she was she was awesome so we had lots of conversations and i was able to write things down that her son didn't know i was invited to her memorial service over in maryland and and i got thanked over and over again for for just being company for her when the family
2: couldn't I, i know that you would be a big comfort and a big asset to the family But do you meet with resistance with hospice and palliative care?
0: So I've been doing this since 2018 and things have changed completely since 2018. COVID of course changed everything. We are welcomed with open arms now. The hospices and palliative care teams are completely overwhelmed. I would say back in 2018, I had a hard time talking about this and getting Mm -hmm. getting into with hospice groups and whatever. Since then, I'm working on. I'm working with the executive director of a a local hospice. I'm trying to get a contract with her to hire, um, you know, 50 hours worth of doulas, uh, doula time to help their particular patients. They that may need that extra. Everyone, I mean, you know, hospice, hospice workers, heroes. On the floor, on the ground, running—you know—they're um, very, very busy, and they want to do everything they can, but sometimes they can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just—that's just the way the medical system is, right? So this is a—we can be aug- augmentation to their support.
2: Just out of curiosity, do you ever use music?
0: Absolutely, music. Not that I'm
2: a music therapist, and but I'm interested yes, in that stuff. <laughs> just <laughs> Actually, saying. Yeah. Just saying.
0: Well, I already have my dementia playlist.
2: Mine's simple. Beatles.
0: Yeah, right. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so um, absolutely music. And I, with the No One Dies Alone program at uh, Fairfax Hospital, music is key for that because we don't really know this person, Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, gentle music can be, you know. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. uh, I I play music and pray. Usually, if they're if they're um, Christian and you know pray, then I pray and I play music.
2: Yeah, right. If you're down, music can bring you up. If you're right. angry, music can bring you down. If you're just happy, music can make you happier. Yes, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Music yeah. is is a wonderful thing.
0: The other thing that doulas do is create a space for a vigil. So a lot of people don't think about what the space may look like when they are imminently dying. And that can be very powerful with the family. Talk about that. Do you want your cat on your lap? Do you want your grandchildren running around? Do you want, um, maybe you don't want anyone there. Maybe you want silence. Maybe you want music. Uh, Maybe you want candles, um, readings from the Bible. You know, who do you want to be there? So um, I think it's, that can be very powerful. In um, for a person before they get to the point where they can't communicate, deciding that and knowing that that's the way it's going to be, that can be a a, they're take they're they've got a little bit of control in this and of how this
1: might go. Yeah,
2: they have a they have a say in the matter.
1: They have a say in the matter.
2: Yeah, and it
1: it helps because every now and then you run across somebody who will not let go when there's other people around. Right. Right. when Mike's dad was passing, there was a couple of couple of things that happened, and one of them was uh, he looked up into the corner of the room and he said, "Oh look, I see the mist. You go ahead." Uh-oh. And I thought, "Well, he's going someplace he's not familiar with, and he's used to me being there. He wants me to check it out." Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't ready to go anywhere. Nope, not one ready. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I, I told him, I said, I'm going to stay here with Mike for a while, Yeah, yeah. and we're going to take care of each other. But if, if you need to go, it's okay. And that's so
0: powerful, so important. To, um, I had a, you know, a woman I was sitting with, a note of the No One Dies Alone program, and she was peaceful um, and communicative and she all of a sudden sat up, smiled, and pointed to the corner of the room. Mm-hmm. So I know that someone was waiting for her. So I love all those types of things and they happen.
2: Yes, they yes happen. They, do. they do. Well, Jane, it's been an absolute joy. And thank you, thank you.
0: Oh, you're quite
1: welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me. This has been great. Sure. And I'm sure our listeners learned a lot today. And we thank you so much for the services that you provide yes. and, and, and the help that you offer to other people. Yes. Again, one of the things that stood out for me is reach out for these support systems even before you think you need them, right at the very beginning of, you know, a diagnosis of, of a serious illness like this. Right. Um, because we don't know what's out there. Like you said, we didn't know. Right. We had no idea what we were getting into.
2: One of the thing I wrote down, and it's interesting because it seems to be a recurring theme, not only do we preach it, but it's mentioned over and over again by our guests in the podcast is talk it through. Have your advanced medical directives, have your, the way you want your end of life to be so that you have a say in what happens uh, towards the end. Um, talk it through, talk it through, have that conversation. Everybody avoids it. They don't wanna talk about death and dying. And it's something that really needs to be done sooner rather than later.
1: Absolutely. You can find more information about Jane and links to Transition with Tranquility and Present for You websites on our show website at rogerthat.show. This has been Roger That. I'm Bobby.
2: And I'm Mike.
1: And we are dedicated to guiding you through the haze of
2: dementia. So please, subscribe to the show, go to iTunes, post a review, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you have a question or issue you'd like for us to address, please post on the Roger That Facebook page. To find out more about us, head over to rogerthat.show. That's Roger, R-O-D-G-E-R, that.show.
1: Roger That is produced by Missing Link, a media podcast company dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Also in the Missing Link lineup of podcasts is the Designated Drinker Show, the podcast Raising the Bar on Craft Cocktails. Here you meet interesting folks, enjoy boozy banter, and learn how to make craft cocktails from a master.
2: And if you're looking for a whole new way to enjoy theater, check out Between Acts, an immersive audio theater podcast experience. Each episode takes you on a spellbinding journey through the works of newfound playwrights, from dramas to comedies and all those in between.
1: Find Missing Link's League of Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe, download, and review the shows as your review helps our show reach new audiences. To find out more about Missing Link, visit missinglink.company.